0: We'd like to welcome you back to Part 2 of our current event in Weekly Bible Study for January 27, 2013. I'm going to play another clip now, entitled, Obama to Wage War on Americans, Amazing Interview with Jim Garrow that Every American Needs to See. So I'm just going to play about two and a half minutes of this particular video. And um, I'm trying to reinforce the things that I've been talking about today, so you can understand that this isn't just my opinion But this is actually something that um, is being reported on multiple alternative news fronts and mainstream as well, even.
1: The Obama administration is openly escalating its campaign against private gun ownership and shaking up the top ranks of the military command structure. But is it also preparing to make war on the American population? According to a person identified as a former senior military official, the answer to that shocking question is yes. World-renowned educator and human rights activist Jim Garrow says that the source is a man regarded as one of America's foremost military heroes. He told him that President Obama is using a new litmus test for determining who will stay and who must go among top-ranked military leaders. That test is whether they will fire on U.S. citizens or not. Dr. Garrow says that his source made the disclosure in order to sound the alarm over the administration's plans, but while Garrow will not yet reveal the identity of the source, it's important to note that Dr. Garrow himself is a man of considerable accomplishment. He is the founder of the Bethune Institute, which has established hundreds of schools throughout China. Three years ago, he was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for his work through a group called Pink Pagoda which combat gendercide in China. That is, the practice of rescuing baby girls who had been abandoned or targeted for infanticide because of the government's one-child policy. He was personally involved in helping to save the lives of more than 50,000 children in China.
0: 50,000 children. This guy's helped save the life of through that organization. These poor little abandoned baby girls in China, where a lot of these third world, particularly... uh, countries are just view girls like oh just oh, I, I just I can't even comprehend it. But so this this isn't like the Nobel Peace Prize Obama one for being for being you know a devil from the pit of hell. This guy would genuinely you know would have deserved this type of award. So this is who we're we're dealing with here. Now remember this isn't the first time I've heard this regarding our military leaders being weeded out and weeded out and weeded out at the top ranks in particular, it would only make sense if they were planning a war on the American populace that you would want to have the highest military brass in lockstep with the New World Order agenda to, to say basically we're going to fire on American citizens. You'd have to have that in place prior to Implementing this. See, it's not just like they can implement this and do it half cocked. They have to implement it where they have a high, where the new world order has a high degree of um, confidence that they're going to be able to pull this off, and they're going to be able to pull it off without mass resistance of our own military. And this is all part of that process.
1: Dr. Garrell, we'll we'll talk about your source in a moment, but first, could you please explain what exactly is this new litmus test being used by the Obama administration?
2: Well, I think uh, what's been expressed to me is that uh, uh, officers at the highest level are being asked a a hypothetical question in which they're asked, would you be able to uh, follow uh, your oath of office, and uh, follow the command structure and the orders given you uh, by someone uh, in a rank above you, up up to and including the Commander-in-Chief, if a scenario developed where uh, a group of people uh, would not submit and lay down their arms when ordered to, could you find yourself uh, obeying the order to fire on American citizens? That was what was presented to me.
1: Now, Dr. Gerald, your source is someone who is considered a legend in the U.S. military. Could you please describe how you met him, why we should believe him, and why he contacted you to describe this so-called litmus test?
2: Well, years ago I used to sit on the board of a magazine out of Washington, D.C., uh, named Crisis. It was a, um, a Catholic magazine. And uh I through that involvement, I got to know people like uh, other board members, William Bennett.
0: so he goes into this big thing of this particular source. You can listen to the whole interview it's like twenty one minutes long here uh, again, this isn't the only this isn't the first time I've heard this again, and it would absolutely totally fall in line with every single thing we've reported on today and in previous teachings. You would have to have this type of mechanism in place prior to implementing your genocidal plan in America and elsewhere. So, next report. Obama's gun control proposals get support of the Vatican. How can Vatican bureaucrats deny the right to the means necessary for defensive life against violent criminals, including dictatorial criminal governments, proliferating around the world today? Now, I'm going to give you my answer. It's going to come straight from the Word of God. Okay? But... In other words, the Vatican is 100% behind Obama in his gun control. So is the apostate 501c3 corporate lukewarm church, for the most part. The gays, the liberals, the pro-abortion crowd, the wicked people in, in government, they're all behind this. Anybody that's wicked is behind this. And now we have, you know, one of the primary sources of wickedness on planet Earth, the Catholic Church, and they're behind it okay so you have to see you know what who is behind and, and what what are the um, battle lines here and who's on what side so the the question is, is how can vatican bureaucrats deny the right to the means necessary to, for defense of life against violent criminals in other words you take away our guns not only can we not defend ourselves against violent criminals but we can't defend it against which is the main genocidal agent of the last 100 years by far You look at Stalin, Mao Zedong, Hitler, Pol Pot, the list goes on and on and on. The government, various governments of the world have been the number one genocidal mechanism. It's called democide. By far, they've killed more people than any other thing on planet Earth. Okay? How can Vatican bureaucrats deny the right to the means necessary for defensive life against violent criminals, including dictatorial criminal governments proliferating around the world today? Here's the answer. I'll give you the answer from the word of God. Why? Why would the Vatican do this? Well, John 8, 44 says, Ye are of your father the devil, and of the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, a murderer, because this is what the ultimate agenda of gun control is, murder. Murdering the masses. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in truth because there was no truth in him, which is the norm for now. We've just documented it over and over. There's no truth. It's all lies. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. John 3.19 sheds more light on this. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light. See, what we're doing today is exposing this, we're putting light on evil. We're exposing it for what it is. But these devils love darkness and want to deceive through darkness. But men loved darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. See, they hate us. The wicked hate the righteous. It's just a biblical fact. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light. A cockroach does not like the light. He likes to be in the dark. Neither cometh to the light. Why? And I I inserted the why. Why? Lest his deeds should be reproved. Because they would shed light on his wicked deeds and he doesn't want that. He's not going to have a choice in hell. And in the lake of fire, though, his deeds will most likely be replayed to him over and over and over and over again for eternity. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. That's an acid test kind of for a Christian. One of the many, I think. You know, just fruit, fruit of the Spirit type of thing. You know? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, goodness, faith, temperance. Okay, this is another kind of fruit of the Spirit. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light. That his deeds may be made manifest. And they are wrought in God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You do them through the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't take credit for good deeds. You don't take credit for righteous deeds. But I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Greater is he that is in me meaning the Holy Spirit, than he that is in the world, the devil. Greater. Believe it. So going further, the Pope offers his full support and cooperation, quote, full support and cooperation to mechanisms for prevention, reduction, accountability, and the control of guns. End of quote. He has specifically endorsed The creation of systems, marking, tracing, and record-keeping. Remember, register. That's the first main step. What are they trying to do in New York right now? Get everybody to register their firearms. So, he's all for this, because he is of his father, the devil. The creation of systems, marking, tracing, and record-keeping of these firearms. Wickedness. And also, next point, the regulation of brokering activity, meaning stopping all private sales of firearms in this country. Can't have any of that. Can't have any of that. we got to know where the guns are, who has them, and who's brokering them. Third point, the inclusion of mechanisms for collecting and destroying arms in peace processes. Because we all know that destroying more firearms only puts them more in a concentrated form in the hands of criminals and in the hands of the wicked government. That's, that's exactly what happens when they destroy firearms, period, every time. The Pope gave a warning. So here we have Satan incarnate, essentially, giving a warning against nations undermining the authority of, guess who, the United Nations by acting unilaterally. So this devil from the pit of hell is so showing his cards, his wicked hand, he's warning these nations, undermining the authority of the United Nations, which is essentially the backbone of the coming one world government, new world order. He says, don't you, don't you act unilaterally or un- try to undermine the authority of, this, of the United Nations. The Pope also found a time to bless the United Nations flag. Here's a picture of that forked tongue devil doing it. He's got his hands on a United Nations flag. Now, United Nations flag is rather interesting. You look at it, and it basically shows the whole world in like a grid pattern, in a circular pattern, and then has this wreath around it. Well, in the first Olympics, when you won an event you were given a wreath like this. It was put on the head, and what that meant is you had conquered that event. You were the best. Only the winner got the wreath. Okay, The wreath around the world is the New World Order or the United Nations way of saying we are going to conquer the world, and we're right here in your face telling you this is what our agenda is. And here we have this fork-tongued devil blessing it. Pretty obvious what's going on here to me. The Vatican praised President Barack Obama's proposal for curbing gun violence, saying that they are, quote, a step in the right direction. Well, coming from Satan, that, that, you know, we really need to respect that. The Vatican's chief spokesperson, the Reverend Federico Lombardi, said Saturday that 47 religious leaders have appealed to members of the U.S. Congress for further gun control. So now we've got the wicked 501c3 corporate whore church worldwide. Many of them would fall under the banner of pseudo-Christian, fake Christians, which is the majority. They're going to the government saying, please, Mr. Government, we need more gun control. Take away our guns. Which segues into this. Feinstein opens press conference with clergy prayer. Feinstein, the one that's the main gun grabber of them all. The wicked witch of the West. The very reverend. I, I reported about this guy a few weeks back. The very reverend. Not just regular reverend, but the very reverend, Gary Hall. Dean. I mean, if this guy isn't a child pedophile molester, I don't know who is, honestly. I'm sorry. But I look at the guy, I can hardly stand to even look at him. He looks so depraved and vile and perverted. At that level, you have to understand, that is the norm. That that guy is a Luciferian. He wouldn't have got to that level unless he was. Sold his soul to Satan a long time ago. Okay? The very and look at the agenda. The very Reverend Gary Hall, Dean of the National Cathedral in Washington, DC. Can you imagine a more wicked church to be the pastor or the Reverend of? Even though Reverend is only used one time in the Bible, that word, and the Bible talks about God, it says holy and reverend is he. And yet these preachers have the audacity to take on that moniker, that title. That's a title reserved for God only. I did a whole teaching on just keying reverend in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Anyway, the very Reverend Gary Hall, Dean of the National Cathedral in Washington, said Thursday morning that, quote, people of faith, people of faith, like you and I, no, he's not referring to you and I, but, should come together to fight for gun control against the, quote, gun lobby. Understand, they're at the spear tip of this. The 501c3 Corporate Whore Church will be assimilated into the coming one world religion of Antichrist and the false prophet. And they are going to be right on board, and they're right on board with the United Nations agenda, and they're right on board with them with their 501c3 corporate status anyway, and all their state licensing, because they got their very right to exist from the government. If it wasn't for that 501c3 status, they would cease to exist as a, quote, church. And that is an abomination in the sight of God. Because no man can serve two masters. You cannot bow the knee to Baal and bow the knee to God. You better get out of that garbage if you're in it. You better get out of it, I'm telling you. Because you're going to be forced eventually to make a decision which way you're going to go. But I I think you get out of it no matter what, once you realize something's wrong. Go to unregisteredbaptistfellowship.com and they'll tell you they have, a, they have a team of people that help people get out of that system. unregisteredbaptistfellowship.com I'm not advocating everybody should be a Baptist or whatever. I don't see any Bible for denominations at all. I just call myself a born-again Bible-believing Christian. But they have got a system for helping to get out of that and it's not easy. I'm not telling you it's just, a oh, walk in the park, a piece of cake. The, the government is not going to make it easy. If Satan's got you in bondage, he's just not going to let you walk away, you know, for there being no price to pay. But what happens to a church when you yoke up with the government from on a spiritual level? Huh. I wonder if that has anything to do with why the church is so lukewarm and will say so very few things about like what we're talking about today. Maybe it's because they're afraid they'll lose their 501c3 tax exempt status and their parishioners won't be able to write it off on their taxes anymore to the IRS, the most wicked, one of the most wicked arms of government the world has ever known. You see how wicked it all is? I came out of this garbage a long time ago. It was one of the best things I ever did. No regrets. No regrets. Going further, this day This devil from the pit of hell says that people of faith should come together and fight for gun control against the, quote, gun lobby. Anybody that believes in the Second Amendment? In his opening remarks at a press conference on gun control organized by California Democrat Dianne Feinstein, Hall spoke about the influence of the so-called gun lobby in Washington. And he said, quote, Now everyone in this city seems to live in terror of the gun lobby. Give me a break. What a liar. They live in terror of the gun lobby. Like the gun lobby has went in, like lawful, law-abiding citizens have went in there and just shot up Washington, D.C. like it was some Wild West saloon or something. That hasn't happened. But Washington, D.C., which has absolutely one of the worst, as far as um, possessing lawful firearms, strictest gun control in America, that in Chicago, and they have the highest crime rate. One of the highest crime rates of any... Look at the fruit. And this devil has the audacity to say these statements. And then he says, but I believe the gun lobby is no match for the cross lobby, like the cross of Christ. This maggot, I'm sorry, but that's what he is, has the audacity to compare the his, his pseudo, pseudo 501c3 corporate whore Laodicean church to the cross of Christ like they're on the side of righteousness when they're on the side of wickedness, evil I don't think anything gets me more quite fired up than when you you start seeing these sanctimonious, self-righteous, holier-than-thou, fork-tongued devils that act as though they're speaking on behalf of Christians, of God. And they speak nothing but lies. There's going to come a day when God, I believe, will rain down his fury on them in a supernatural way. In the sight of all men. I pray for that day. That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God. For they would wisely consider of God's doing. And the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in Him. And all the upright in heart would glory. Psalm 64 talks about. I've done a whole teaching on Psalm 64. You might want a reference on imprecatory prayers. Because if God doesn't stop this through His judgment then it will just continue to get more wicked and more wicked and more wicked. Our only hope is God's judgment on wickedness. God's judgment on wickedness is a Christian's door of hope. Key in the word Psalm at contendingfortruth.com and be prepared to listen to a teaching that you've probably never heard if you're unfamiliar with this ministry. And it's it's never taught upon hardly by most preachers. Not all, but I've heard one preacher the whole time I've been saved, since 93. 1993. Preach on this. So, you know, anyway. Next article. Next video. Horrific pre-planned border security in America. This is just another link in this whole satanic chain that we're observing here. So let me get to this. I'll be... I'm going to pause this for a second, and we're going to play about four minutes of this okay so I'm gonna roll this video now and we're gonna hear a little bit more about this particular subject more than 48,000 executions in Mexico since 2006
1: this is really spreading everywhere people are assassinated placed in trunks left with banners indicating that this is what happens to individuals who are seeking to stop the cartels.
0: They're showing all these pictures of all these mutilated bodies um, of where the drug cartels are so rampant, there's such corruption in the Mexican government, not only in the government, but in the cartels that essentially run the country countries, the drug cartels, and anybody that goes against them, they'll they'll just kill them in mass and leave these gigantic banners next to their bodies saying, you know, this is what's going to happen to you if you try to dare, you know, defy us. Now, I did a teaching on the Santa Muerte death cult, how that's one of the main, um, if you can witchcraft in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com or Santa Muerte, It's it's one of the main, main religions down there now where they literally worship the angel of death. I'm not making this up, and they combine it with Catholicism, just like Voodoo. The people in Haiti combine Voodoo with Catholicism. Why? Because they're so compatible. Because they both have their idolatry system, and they just commingle them. The Santa Muerte death cult is is totally being combined with Catholicism, which is also one of the main religions in Mexico. Um, and the they're appealing to the Santa Muerte angel of death for things like murder my buddy, I want fame, I want, I want money, I want women or whatever, whatever's wicked or evil, and they'll go to this, these deities, literally, and make offerings to them, and serve them, and this is a big reason why you see this mass carnage down in Mexico right now, and it's permeating up into America as well, because a lot of these people that practice this come up here. And, and the illegal aliens and the drug runners and the things of this nature. And we're allowing them in, you know, hey, come in, come one, come all. Let's extend amnesty to, to them and their families and, and let's just perpetuate this. So this is what we're talking about.
2: We just do what needs to be done. The cartels have no regard for human life,
1: ours or the Mexican citizens. This violence, it's not just coming here, it is here. It's here.
0: It's a deadly turf war. Rival Mexican drug cartels battling for control of smuggling routes, power, and money. But still, President Obama goes to Mexico, apologizing for our firearm freedoms.
1: This war is being waged with guns purchased not here, but in the United States. Many from gun shops that lie in
0: our... And again, through Operation Fast and Furious, our government gave these cartels... Tons and tons of these assault weapons that really, I mean, fully automatic, the whole nine yards, that were used to kill American citizens. And this fork-tongued devil has the audacity to blame, you know, gun shops here in America for their crime, as though the guns have their own mind and shot themselves. So, again, we have just more and more hypocrisy. He goes down there and literally apologizes when the exact opposite is true. And he knows that. He knows that. So, this is what we're dealing with.
1: Shared border. It's a bunch of crap, a bunch of bull. The president and our... Now, these own... are
0: all, these other voices you're hearing are all different sheriffs from, like, Arizona, Texas, and all these things, just basically saying, he's a liar, he um, is just totally lying to you, and this is the truth.
1: Government is our enemy. We're in a war, and we need to deal with it that way.
0: And the president, supported by many in Congress, who gave a standing ovation to President Calderon... After he blamed our constitutional rights for the drug
1: violence and corruption in Mexico fueled by his own government.
2: To so he's...
0: how important it is for us that you enforce current laws and consider restating the assault weapons ban. So this devil Calderon is has the audacity to come up here to America. He's got one of the most co- wicked corrupt governments on the planet. Things totally out of control. His own government's totally corrupted. In lockstep with the drug cartels down there. People dying in mass. And he has the audacity to come up to America and blame our Second Amendment rights and demand that they uh, impose the assault weapons ban over. Again, reinstated. And he's blaming that on what's going on down there. When the exact opposite is actually the truth. Go to
1: hell. Who are they to tell me in America what to do? It is my God-given right to own a gun. I don't
2: care about your laws here. We can get weapons anywhere. We get weapons from Honduras and El Salvador.
0: So they're interviewing a guy that's one of these cartel members. He's wearing a black ski mask. He's like, we can get weapons there. We get them mostly from Honduras and these other, these other uh, third-world Central America countries. are not even getting most of them from America. Of course, we're going to make sure they, they get as many as possible through Operation Fast and Furious, with which the government loves to deny, even though it's on record that they did this.
2: Of the weapons are not coming from the U.S. Three quarters of the, the weapons that the cartel gets is supplied by the military.
0: Three quarters of the weapons they're getting is supplied by the military in Mexico, which is totally, totally corrupted. And then the other ones are mostly coming from these other Central American countries. But, hey, let's just blame America for everything. Let's just blame all the people that believe in the Second Amendment. And they're the ones that have the least to do with any of this. In fact, that's the only solution, is if the, is if the population were armed. Of course, I, I don't want to take the Lord out of the picture. I'm just saying, from a physical standpoint, you know, if people were armed, if, people, if the government wasn't corrupt, and the, if, if things were lawful... That would be the the solution, but it's the exact opposite.
1: Corruption in Mexico is not a problem. It's an institution.
2: (laughs) It's a business for the government, for the military, and for the cartels. Why would you stop the business when it's working so well?
1: The worst of their society coming here to America to prey upon our innocent citizens.
0: The, The worst the worst, the ones that are doing these killings, coming to America to prey upon us and these are the ones that we need to give amnesty to. I'm not saying all illegal aliens are the worst, okay but I'm saying there is a disproportionate amount of, I mean it's a criminal act to come here illegally okay. not everybody's just going to do that so if they do that, criminals are going to have no problem with that whatsoever and
1: this isn't a problem The federal government has abandoned us. Do I think the
0: border is secure? Hell no. We've been now. These are all of these are different sheriffs. They're saying we've been abandoned. Okay, by our own government. Down
1: this border road here, what ten miles? Have you seen a border patrol agent yet?
2: The Border Patrol is not on the border. I
0: know that border. So he's 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 driving, a sheriff is driving on the road, no Border Patrol agents. They've been driving for 10, 10 miles doing this interview. No Border Patrol agents at all. They can just come in, just, yeah, come one, come all. And here's here's Butch Napolitano, uh, the uh, home, U.S. Homeland Security Secretary, uh, so vile I can hardly stand to look at her, um, get, telling us, you know, going to give us, straighten us out on what the truth is here.
1: I think as
2: well as, as anyone. We
1: turn on the TV and Janet Napolitano says... So
2: it is as secure now as it has uh, ever been. My, my question. Senator, please.
0: Again, everything out of their vile, 4 tongue mouths is lies now. It's just pure, unmitigated lies. Just expect that. It's the norm.
1: In my opinion, it's borderline treason. There's traffic
2: through here, unstoppable. The agents, we don't have enough. They're showing.
0: They're showing people just coming in in droves. They've got those thermal imaging cameras, and they're you know they're just coming in in droves. I mean, huge lines of them. I've seen the the trash they leave behind. It's just unbelievable. And they rape a lot of the women along the way. That they the women will um, say, okay, give them some money, and then they get into their their uh, care, bringing them over the border, and they're totally helpless. All kind of wickedness and evil, rapes and things that occur them coming here.
1: Absolutely. I carry a gun everywhere I go.
2: This is a lady that lives on the border.
0: Terrorists coming across our property. From Syria. From Iran. From Turkey. From China. Exactly. The Muslims, and I've reported on this before and mainstream news has reported on it, this is one of the, this is how these Muslim terrorists that are in these terrorist cells get here. They're trained overseas. They come up through Central America and come up through. They found copies of the Quran and all kind of stuff that they found. And that, so that's a, that's a whole other element of, of, of illegal aliens that are here in America thanks to our non-existent border security all by design. Ordo Ab Cal, the motto of the 33rd degree Freemason, order out of chaos. They're going to bring their new world order out of the chaos. They are blatantly creating and going to create and out of some trigger event that is going to really have it all go down. And all of this wickedness that we're talking about, like in today's study and other studies, is already here pre-planned and pre-positioned to be triggered when the time comes. The order out of chaos, shock and awe. The Hegelian dialectic, they're going to give us their solution for the coming chaos and crisis they're creating. It's all part I of the plan. From the grocery store,
1: and a woman's head is in the front yard. Is this American? Or is this Iraq? Okay, he
0: got back from the grocery store, there's a head from some lady in his front yard. These people that live near the border, they, they constantly walk around with guns. They constantly have these this stuff going on by their, their houses. It's, it, they live in you know fear all the time of, for their own safety and their family's safety.
2: National security should not be a political game, and these jokers make it just that. And for us and my family, our safe haven has been destroyed. And that is unforgivable. And I don't know how this government is ever going to give that back to me. To slap in the face of the citizens of this great country of ours. to slap in
1: the face the people that have fought for this flag that we represent. I fear for my grandchildren what they are going to be left with. It's our rights to being stripped on a day-to-day basis. Angry, you betcha. Surprised.
2: No president who has the best interest of this nation as a nation, as it was created, would ever do something like this. These guys ought to be criminally tried for what they're doing to this nation.
0: Okay, so that's the, basically the gist of the video. There's other uh, videos here. One's a defenseless population. One's a U.N. arms trade treaty. One's the, uh, the Operation Fast and Furious uh, one's called "Cartels Next Door." You can. This is from the NRA, and again, I'm not saying be a member of the NRA. If you're going to be a member of anything, do Gun Owners of America, uh, because I believe ultimately NRA is going to give in and capitulate, and they've done a lot of things to actually create the situation that we're in now. Okay, so I don't, I don't trust them. Okay, but these videos are fact that they're talking about. Facts I've documented many, many times and things that people you know, really need to be made aware of. So, now, we're going to totally, totally, totally switch gears here and get into, really, the bulk of the study that we're going to be doing here. I've got about 13 more pages to go. And I'm not going to go ahead and end here yet because um, I'm only about a half hour into this part. So, this is entitled, The First Hybrids. First came the vanguard, next comes the, and then there's there's a, the uh, sentence trails off. Now, Christians will not immediately need to renounce that, this is a quote, now let me tell you who's, who's this is so unbelievable, this next part, oh man, this is going to blow your socks off. Um, you ever had your socks blown off? I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, um, this, let me tell you who's going to give you this quote. This is so unbelievable to me. This next part that we're getting into confirms so many other studies I've done. haven't covered a lot on this lately, but I've done very many dedicated studies to the subject, and I give you the links to those throughout the next part of this PDF. This quote comes from Vatican astronomer, eminent theologian, and full professor of fundamental theology at the Pontifica Universitia della Santa Croce in Rome. Again, I probably butchered it, sorry. Connected with Opus Dei. Father, even though the Bible call, it says call no man father, but your father in heaven, another unbiblical title. Father Giuseppe Tanzela Nitti. Okay, Vatican astronomer, eminent theologian, full professor of fundamental theology. Catholic. Catholic to the core, probably Jesuit. He said, quote, Christians will not immediately need to renounce their faith in God. Simply on the basis of the reception of this new, unexpected information of a religious character from extraterrestrial civilizations. However, once the religious content originating from the outside the earth has been verified, they will have to conduct a quote, rereading of the gospel inclusive Of the new data. End of quote. Now let's look at that before we go in. Let's break this down. What does this What does this quote mean? The Catholic religion, I believe, is going to be the backbone of the coming new world order order religion. There's a good chance that the that the Antichrist will rule from the Vatican in Rome at least for a time, or maybe the false prophet. The Vatican, from an infrastructure and a wickedness standpoint, is the most set-up religion on the planet in order to do that. Okay? So let's read this again. Christians, he's addressing Christians, this forked tongue devil, will not immediately need to renounce their faith in God. What? what? They won't immediately need to renounce their faith in God. Simply on the basis of the reception of this new, unexpected information of a religious character from extraterrestrial civilizations. What does that mean? It means when the ascended masters and the boys make their big debut and all the UFOs appear in the skies. Isn't that what Hollywood's been pre-programming us to accept for a long time? Aren't there more sightings now every single year of these things? I can't even keep up with all the sightings. You think that might be being done from a satanic standpoint to prepare us for something? We won't need to renounce our faith in God immediately. They'll give us a little bit of time to... Yeah, It's, just, it's a lot to process. I mean, you know, Satan's going to give us a lot to process. But they won't need to renounce our faith in God simply on the basis of the reception of this new unexpected information of a religious character from extraterrestrial civilizations. What are they going to say? They're going to say, hey, listen... You guys, you earth beings, have really messed things up. Look at this planet. We created you millions and millions of years ago. Ancient astronaut theory, which is what intelligent design is based on. And you're kind of like our little science project. You want to know, if, if you want the greatest example of this, just go key in Mission from Mars Final Scene on YouTube. It'll show you, it'll, it'll take you the whole thing. Show you what they're going to tell us. We're, you're our little science project. We created you. We're your gods. You messed everything up with the Bible really bad. And all these other religions too. None of you have it right. You've, you have warped everything that we've tried to instill in you. And we're going to straighten you out. And we're going to give you all this information. We're finally going to give you the truth about what really happened. Who Jesus Christ was. That's who they're going to be really preoccupied with. In fact, he's right here. Here he is. It's Jesus Christ, Master Jesus. We call him Sananda Emmanuel, is what they they like to call him. Esau San, Sananda Emmanuel. He's the and he is going to. There's a good likelihood, from what the plans I've seen, he's the one that's going to rule from Rome because he would be the one in charge of uniting all the Christian thousands and thousands and thousands. And there are thousands of different denominations of Christianity worldwide. Who's going to unite them all? Who better than the religious character in their eyes that the New Testament is based on? Their version. You know what they're also going to show you? Worldwide. Holographic images. Taking you back to the time of the crucifixion. And they're going to show you, you know know what? That never even happened. In fact, Jesus got married. He never was crucified on the cross. He never died to save your souls. He never shed his blood to pay your sin debt. No, none of that ever even happened. Nope. Sorry, but here's the real story. And he works for us, and he's just one of the lesser ones of the Ascended Masters. And you know what? All these UFOs, some of them are going to appear miles in diameter and size. Far greater in technology than anything we could ever... come. We, we control all of them. So you might want to think twice about messing with us or going against us. But we're going to give you some time. You're not going to have to immediately renounce your faith in God simply on the basis of this new unexpected information of a religious character from extraterrestrial civilizations. However, once the religious content that we're going to present you, which originated from outside the earth, from these ascended master devils, has been verified... And they're going to have all the credentials. They're going to have all the holographic projections. They're going to show you the real true history. They will have, they meaning us Christians, will have to conduct a quote, rereading of the gospel. Inclusive of the new data. Meaning you're going to have to say, whoa, uh, we need to reinterpret the gospel in light of this new ascended master, devil from the pit of hell data. I'm telling you, this is going to be the greatest challenge for the church that we've ever seen. How many churches have you ever been in that even brought this subject up? How much pre-programming has Hellywood done to prepare us for this? On so many different levels... And all the sightings and all the abductions that have taken place. Two to three percent of the population admit in private surveys they've been abducted. And they all get the same garbage. Force fed to them. The dawning of the age of Aquarius that's coming, that they're saying, where you will be as gods. You're going to make your, make your next step in this evolutionary process. Because we're your gods and we want you to be like us. Now, there's going to be sacrifices involved in order to do this. There's going to be microchip implants. There's going to be most likely neural implants. There's going to be vaccinations. There's going to be cyborg-like... It depends on how far you want to go with it. Some people are going to just run toward it, embrace it, give me all you got, give me the technology. It is so disgusting for me to watch these new age devil guys that research UFOs, which is the majority Like Stephen Greer and these devils that channel devils. And you know what it boils down to for them every single time? We don't care what we have to give up. Just give us the technology. Because they're such self-centered, evil, wicked men and women. They could care less what they've got to give up. They could care less if they have to pledge allegiance to Antichrist, the beast, or whatever. As long as they have their goodies. Give me the technology. It's what our government's done, because they've been in league with them for a long, long time. And I don't mean the aliens like in the classical sense of the word. That's all a big lie and deception. That is the newest incarnation of Genesis 6. That the Bible said, Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. It's just that incarnation. It's a little different flavor now. But Jesus Christ himself predicted that. What was happening in Genesis 6? The sons of God, the fallen angels, saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wives all that they chose, and in those days were giants. And it got so bad, there was just wickedness in the world, and man's mind was only focused on wickedness continually, the Bible said. And it grieved God that he even created man. Read Genesis 6. Think that has anything to do with why it's so wicked now? Think that has anything to do with why all these abductees say they're totally focused in on the reproductive system of the women and the men that they're abducting and that they've all been shown these weird hybrid-like creatures? A lot of them have. No, there's no truth to any of that. You're just you're just a tinfoil hat wearing nutbag. We'll see. We will see. I've reported on this over and over and over again, verified done tons of studies. And you know what? I don't remember anything I could hardly even say that I regretted reporting on or that I've ever had to recant. I'm not saying there's not been some retractions I've made as far as, okay, I got some bad info, but not in this regard. I have been consistent about this ever since I've started this ministry and before that. I have not wavered. I have not been double-minded about this. I have maintained what I've said and I'm going to maintain it. I'm not saying I know exactly how this is all going to play out. I'm not saying I know exactly, but I think I have a pretty good idea of how it's going to go down. And when this fork-tongued devil from the Vatican, one of their main astronomers, and it's just so funny because their main um, a astronomical device they're using now is a telescope I believe they've entitled Lucifer. That's their main telescope they're using. The Vatican is going to be at the very spear tip of this deception, and they're going to be telling you, these are your gods, worship them. And we're going to have to have a rereading of the gospel inclusive of this new data this new soul damning to the pit of hell data. And isn't it going to be funny? All that's going to be pointing to the Antichrist and the and the, and the uh, false prophet, ultimately so you can get a mark in your right hand or your forehead, without with, which you will not be able to buy, sell, or trade, or do anything. Huh. You better believe it. It's coming, and it totally lines up with the Bible. Now, I've done many teachings on this and I'm just going to read you the table of contents for some of these teachings so you can get a flavor for the rest of this teaching because some of you never heard this before. Some of you have and you need might want to have your memory refreshed because I haven't covered this in a little while. One of the teachings I did, this was back in 07, it was entitled Mars, Lord Maitreya, the Ascended Masters, and Strong Delusion. In this teaching you will be shown how evil figures who call themselves ascended masters are poised to make their emergence most likely in conjunction with World War III. Where will World War III be centered? Israel and the rest of the uh, the nations that will come against her. On the heels of World War III, most likely we will see the emergence of these figures. The Antichrist, the false prophet, the ascended masters, and they're going to be the ones that sign the covenant with Israel and the other nations for seven years as the Bible predicts in Daniel. And bring a false peace to the planet. And they're the only ones that are going to be able to. I mean, who else could bring peace to the Muslims in, in Israel? You know? Unless there was some supernatural element involved, some religious supernatural element. Hey, the Muslims are waiting for Imam Mahdi, their awaited Savior. We will be looking at various ascended masters by name Lord Maitreya, who is the one that says He is Imam Mahdi, the awaited Savior of the Muslims. He is the Christ to the Christians, he is the Messiah to the Jews, he is the Krishna to the Hindus, and he is the fifth Buddha to the Buddhists. He is, in other words, those are the five main religions of the planet. He's all that in one package. He is the total package. Anyway, we're going to be looking at Lord Maitreya, Master Jesus Sananda Emmanuel, Master Mary Magda, Ascended Master Mary. Notice, all these seem to be centered in the Bible. Yeah, because that's what they're really concerned about. Because the true gospel is the the one thing they do fear. And that's why they have to have a rewriting of it. To destroy your faith. And damn you to hell. That's what their goal is. Okay? That is what their goal is. Going further, Ascended Master... uh, And we will see how they pretend to represent and what their message is. We will also see how the Lord Jesus Christ predicted that as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So we will be looking at what was happening in Noah's day to discern what to expect in the day that in time we are living in. For most of this will be the first time you've ever heard such information, but we will prove that the Bible clearly predicted this end time scenario is forthcoming. Next stu- study, Lord Maitreya, is he the Antichrist? In this teaching, we will be sh- taking a shocking in-depth look at Lord Maitreya, United Nations sponsored, world goodwill sponsored, predicted by... Alice Bailey, Madame Blavatsky, Benjamin Krem, and New Agers for over 100 years, the main guy they've been waiting for. Main guy. And he's got a United Nations sponsors website? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know anybody else that has all that, but, you know, you can believe that Prince Charles is the Antichrist. That's your prerogative. I'm not saying I know 100% for sure, but I think he's going to play a major part. I like to call him Devil Betraya. Instead of Lord Maitreya, maybe Lord of the Flies, Beelzebub. You see those pictures the other day of Obama, that fly, kept laying on, big one, kept laying on his face? Anyway, uh, Devil Maitreya, to see what part he and his ascended masters will most likely play in the end time deception the Bible so clearly predicts. For a preview of this teaching, I have posted the following lies from the UN... Supported Share International website, which is Matreya's website. Who is Matreya? This is right off the website. He has been expected for generations by all the major religions. Christians know him as the Christ and expect his imminent return. Jews await him as the Messiah. Hindus look for him as the coming Krishna. Buddhists expect him as the Maitreya Buddha, or the fifth Buddha. The Muslims anticipate him as the Imam Mahdi, or their Messiah. In recent years, information about Maitreya's emergence has come primarily from Benjamin Krem, a British artist and author who has been speaking and writing about this event since 1974. Since 1988, Maitreya has appeared miraculously throughout the world, mainly to the orthodox religious groups, presenting in the simplest terms the greatest spiritual laws governing our lives. He has just literally appeared out of nowhere to speak to different religious groups around the world. And they documented that. And through steadily increasing signs and spiritual manifestations, remember, how is the Antichrist and the false prophet going to deceive the whole world? Through miracles, lying signs, and wonders. Okay, So through... Steadily increasing signs and spiritual manifestations now reported widely in the media, he is preparing them for his imminent appearance, which is called the Day of Declaration, in which Maitreya will demonstrate his true identity. The international television networks will be linked together, and Maitreya will be invited to speak to the world. We will see his face on television, but each of us will hear his words telepathically in our own language, as Maitreya simultaneously impresses the minds of all humanity." At the same time, hundreds of thousands of spontaneous healings will take place throughout the world. Now, combine this statement. Could you imagine? This day of declaration. All this stuff's happening. Could it have anything to do with the statement by the Vatican astronomer we just read? A religious character from extraterrestrial civilizations will will present new knowledge? Once the religious content originated from the outside of the earth has been verified... They will have to conduct a rereading of the gospel, inclusive of the new data. What if that is, and you guarantee that will be in conjunction with all these lying signs and wonders and miracles and healings taking place? Oh, they're going to get your attention. It's going to be such it's going to be the greatest deception this world has ever known. And remember what the Bible says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 that for this cause, and this is after the Antichrist is revealed. This is right after he, this is has, this is totally in line and in conjunction with the falling away of the church and the wicked capital W being revealed of 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2. And it concludes by saying, for this cause, God, God himself shall send them, meaning humanity at large, strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Totally describes what's coming. It totally describes what the New Agers have been predicting for years. The United Nations, world goodwill, every satanic, high-level, luciferian, the United Nations included, organization has predicted this. The Day of Declaration, I believe, is coming. Here's the next study I did. Preparation for alien UFO deception in high gear. Just some some topics, there's four parts here. But just for the first one, first part, Vatican preparing 1.1 billion followers for alien deception. Vatican has been preparing their followers for this. Two, director of the Institute of, of Applied Astronomy is convinced extraterrestrial life exists and we will soon be in contact. Next one, UFOlogy is the world's fastest growing scientific religion. UFOology. Last one Farrakhan Nation of Islam links to UFO. He's, he claims to be an abductee, Farrakhan, the Muslim. Uh, from part four Nephilim hybrids, do they walk among us? Huh, let's look at that. So you can click on any of these teachings I'm giving you here and go. Here's the next one UFO, alien phenomenon, the next great challenge for the church. Evolutionists believe that life must have evolved elsewhere in their massive and old universe. And the Christians are arrogant to presume that Earth is the only place in the entire universe that contains life. The interest in the search for extraterrestrial life is huge is huge, mainly fueled by the enormous popularity of science fiction genre, like District Nine being the latest example, and that was back in two thousand nine, August twenty-third. And its deception in its depiction of advanced alien life on other planets, um, Exopolitics is the growing movement that believes humans should publicly open dialogue with extraterrestrials. I am on their, their, the main exopolitics organization, I'm on their email list. I get like one or two emails from them a week on their agenda, on how they see it advancing, on openly dialoguing and coming out regarding what they term as disclosure. Regarding these supposed alien entities. Gavin C. wrote to Gary Bates and said, Just been watching the European exopolitics of 2009 in in Spain. It's online. Dr. Stephen Greer, who is at the spear tip of this, this guy, of the Disclosure Project. Now, this is the guy that says, I don't care, I'll sell my soul, just give me the technology. Like most of them. Stephen, Dr. Stephen Greer is channeling aliens during this 2009 European exopolitics. Uh, conference in Spain. He's channeling aliens and encouraging everyone else to do so as well. The worrying thing is that they're answering. The aliens are answering. You're sure the devil will meet you at your knee. You go get a Ouija board and start messing with that thing in your house. You, you better believe Satan's going to answer you. But don't be surprised when everybody in the house starts acting real weird and all kind of weird stuff starts happening. Satanic things. Because that is one of the greatest ways... To let devils into our plane of existence, to mess with the Ouija board or any of that divination, which was punishable by death in the Old Testament. The Bible said, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. It was it was a it was a death sentence to be messing with that stuff in the Old Testament for good reason. It opens doors that you and you can't see these doors being opened, but they're doors you don't want open. And it leads to demonic oppression and possession eventually. So good old Stephen Greer's up there channeling aliens and encouraging everyone else to do so. And the aliens are answering. He, This guy briefs the president on such issues. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this guy speaking at that national press club in Washington, D.C., Stephen Greer, with all these lines of former generals and former colonels and all these other people. Then he goes on to say, I just get the feeling that there is a paradigm shift happening right now in our culture, real fast. And it's taking the church by surprise. How this, uh, the church is totally asleep, for the most part. How this all ties in with end-time prophecy, I'm still processing. It certainly strikes me that if Christians aren't really founded firm on the Word of God with the creation worldview, then they will be hoodwinked by the ETs that these entities are here to, quote, help us up to our next rung of the evolutionary development ladder. Even claiming to be our creators, will this be the crux, the backbone of, of the, and of the falling away of the church. I think so. I think this is the, the main, main, the last nail and the na- main nail in the coffin of the, of the strong delusion that God talks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I think it is. Going further, this is a quote by Admiral Roscoe Henry Hillencotter, the first director of the CIA, and he said behind the scenes, high-ranking Air Force officials are soberly concerned about UFOs. Uh, but through official security and, but through official secrecy and ridicule, many citizens are led to believe the unknown flying objects are nonsense. Yeah, they want to keep you in the dark until the time they spring it on you. Next study I did. And I listed all these studies in some of the table of contents because I want this to be like one-stop shopping. If this is the first time you've ever heard this, I want to just have the teachings right here. You can click on them. It's all free. PDFs, all free. You can just get your boat loaded. Next one. Satan's Agenda for Disclosure, Part 1. My teaching from August 23, 2011. And that... Teaching, the thir- first thing I talk about is disclosure and first contact quotes. And then the Vatican joins NASA and the government for the big event soon to be announced to the world. They're all getting and joining and becoming in lockstep. Next, part two, I said we talked about Alien UFO Evasion, Are We Ready? Uh, with Michelle Rodriguez premiering on August 14th at the, and the Discovery Channel. I mean, this is just one of the shows. And it was entitled Alien UFO Invasion, Are We Ready? Discovery Channel. Documentary. And then the next thing, New Agers Commentary, The Final Days and Life After First Contact. See, they already know what's coming. Yes, they're they're deluded and they're deceived, but they're far more educated than the average, quote, Christian. They're going to be like looking at the Christians saying, see, you idiots, we told you so. You never wanted to listen. You're all wrong. Your gospel's all wrong. The God you worship doesn't even exist, they're going to say. And they're going to be over there just, uh, you know, High and mighty and chest stuck out and chins up in the air and oh boy, we got you right where we want you. Now imagine this. Imagine that if there's a false rapture right when all this stuff starts going down too. And the new agers are taken. Oh boy. Whether you believe in pre, post or mid, whatever. whether Whatever you believe, just be prepared for that. Because that's one of the main things they've talked about. Their rapture. Next part. Part three. New Age Commentary. Agenda for Disclosure. We're going to talk a little bit about what they call Nasera and the opening of Pandora's Suitcase. Ascended Masters and Maitreya. In the New Testament, Jesus rebuked those that could not discern the signs of the times. In First Chronicles 12.32, it says, And the children of Ishakar were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were two hundred, and all their brethren were at their commandment. End of quote. No, no, we just need to be totally in the dark and not worry about any of this. We don't need to dabble in this stuff. But it says the men of Ishakar were understanding of the time, knowing what Israel ought to do. They weren't ignorant of Satan's devices. Acts 20.31 says, Therefore, watch. That's what we're doing today. We're watching. And remember that by the space of three years, I ceased not to warn everyone night and day with tears. That's what I've been doing for six plus years. Warning. With this ministry, watch, uh, to you to watch and remember and to not be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of you. To not be destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, and thou shalt be a priest to me no more. And I will also reject thy children. If you, if you read on in Hosea 4, six, So rejecting true knowledge is not something you want to do. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, meaning behave like men. Be strong. But we're going to see some seriously cowering, trembling, little weak men that call themselves Christians when all this stuff starts to go down. I'm, you're going to, You're going to start, you you will see the, the separation of the sheep and goats. You will see the separation of the true Christians and the pretenders. This is going to be a dividing line. That's why I'm saying you better, you better have your, your house built on the solid rock of Christ Jesus and his word, the King James Bible, in the English speaking language. Because if you're not, the waves are coming and the wind is coming and it's going to blow your house down and you're going to be exposed for who you are. You're not going to be able to pretend anymore. It's coming. And you're gonna be you're going to have to be willing to give your life up for your faith. And if that means getting your head chopped off or getting tortured or whatever... The Bible says, they that endure it to the end, the same shall be saved. And I'm not talking about works based and we're going to earn our way into heaven. I'm talking about you do it through the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, and he can equip you and give you whatever you need to get through with whatever's coming. But also have faith to believe he can deliver you and use you mightily in the end times. And I think he will use the remnant mightily because there's so very few that know what's going on and have the faith to believe we can do anything about it. Above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. You quote that back to Satan, or his devils, or his minions, when they come after you. you. And you quote it in faith, and you see what happens. Those days are going to be a whole lot more real than what we're doing right now. This is all leading up to that point. We're living in a little fairy tale world right now, as far as I'm concerned, compared to what's coming. We're going to see pure evil on a global level. We're going to see things unleashed from the pit. And a lot of us are going to be, we're all called to battle that. Whether it's in prayer, maybe in different ways, not maybe physically going out to meet it. Maybe it's in prayer. Maybe it's in fasting. Not to say we're not all called to that. But imagine this. This is is what gets me more fired up than anything. Imagine the remnant that has the faith to believe what I'm talking about here. The word of God, nothing's going to shake them. Nothing's going to shake them from the word of God. Nothing's going to shake them from the solid rock of Christ Jesus or his word. And they've got that word memorized. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The Bible talks about. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Psalm 12, verse 6 and 7. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse 3. You better have your foundation on the solid rock of Christ Jesus and on his word. And you can go forth and you can do mighty exploits for the Lord. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. That's my reality. That's what I want your reality to be. I'm not saying that because I think I'm better. Okay, at all. I want to see what the Lord Jesus Christ is going to do through his remnant. I'm excited to see that. I believe God is going to use his remnant mightily. When darkness shall abound, grace all the more. The darker it gets, the more God is going to do supernatural things through his remnant, and there's a lot of biblical precedent for that. Now, if God uses his remnant in a mighty way, like the army of Gideon, because they're going to be small, and unsaved people see wickedness defeated through this small remnant, do you think the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God are going to be glorified through that? You better believe it he's much more glorified when he has a small army compared to a large. Much more. Because you could say if they had a large army, well, the, the large army was, they just defeated them through overwhelming forces. No, no, no. I don't think that's going to be the way it is at all. I like it better that other way. I like it better that there's few. God likes it way better. He gets more glory. How many people could get saved if they witnessed that with their eyes, or if they saw it? They're going to be like, man, the Christians are the one that have the real power. The Christians are the one that are on the side of righteousness. The Christians are the one on the side of truth. The devil trembles in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm, now we're getting to the heart of it. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) You know how people could get saved? You know how faith will be strengthened? The bigger your shield of faith, the more fiery darts you can quench. The bigger your faith, the more mighty exploits you can do. If I have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. But if you have no faith, you can't accomplish this that I'm talking about. You, it just can't be done. Well, I don't have a lot of faith. Pray for it. The Bible says if you lack, if any man lack of faith, pray for it. It's not an unrighteous prayer <laughs> to pray for more faith. You know, that's not really a. There's hardly any way you could. Construe that as being self-centered or, or asking something to consume it upon, upon your own lusts really can't be done. So anyway, I, I wanted to really add that in because that is as important as anything I've said today. I can educate you all day long, but if, if the battle comes to your door and you don't know what to do, and I'm not saying I'm Mr. Expert, but I know enough biblical principles to know this is how... It has to be dealt with. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you want to build your faith? Get in the word of God. Listen to it. Pray for it. That's how you increase it. Now, the Bible says that God has given every man essentially a um, a measure of faith. So not everybody has the same level as the next person. Doesn't mean you can't expand on and it. Doesn't mean God can't give you more, though. Okay? But God has appointed every man a measure of faith. I, uh, so much of, of the word of God comes down to faith, honestly. Salvation, the crux of it is faith. I mean, if you're going to endure to the end, they that endure to the end, the same shall be faithful. You have to have faith to believe that. I mean, if you really have true faith in God, you're not going to deny him. But it comes down to faith. And that faith is through the Holy Spirit that lives inside a born-again Christian. It's even not of yourself. You don't want to take credit for that. Like, oh, look at my big faith. Well, God's—you praise God, he blessed you with a lot of faith. He's given you a big measure, and maybe he's given you more. But that's still of the Lord. You still can't take credit for it. Anything done apart from Christ, all our righteousness are as filthy rags, for we are all together as an unclean thing, as the Bible talks about in Isaiah. And also being humble before the God, because, because God says in Isaiah 66, to this man will I look, to him that is of a humble and a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. God will use humble, contrite people that fear God. That's who he's going to use in this remnant army. He's not going to use people to say, "Eh, I'm going to go out there and do it on my own. I'm going to blow Satan's head off and all this other stuff. No. No. That's not the way to approach it. So, anyway, let's go further here. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 6. Therefore, let us not sleep. That's what the norm is right now. The church is asleep. Slumbering 501c3 corporate haze. Let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. That's what we're supposed to do. Supposed to do. Okay, so let's go further. And this is back to the um, table of contents of this one teaching. In turn, as end-time Christians, we need to prepare ourselves for the greatest deception the world has ever known. This will primarily come through the deception that leads to the Antichrist rise to power. Now I don't think any of us could dispute that. The actual specifics of the Antichrist rise to power are a little sketchy, obviously. We, we don't we see we see through our glass darkly the Bible talks about. okay, And I've given you a lot of scenarios as the way I think it may play out, but I can't say it's going to exactly play out that way. But I think I've got a pretty good idea of how the, it's going to go down. So, we need to prepare ourselves for the greatest deception the world has ever known uh, with the Antichrist rise to power. Because the church has not learned to discern the signs of the times properly, the body of Christ is in a very defensive position due to the leaven in that has infiltrated the modern day church. As a result, a large part of the church has left the battlefield. And this is one of the reasons why it is prudent to study your enemy before going to war. Isn't that always good battle tactics? No, no, just ignore him like he doesn't exist. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you'll really know how to deal with him then. In this teaching, we'll be looking at the coming deception of the Antichrist and his ascended masters. The teaching will complement the previous teachings done on Lord Maitreya. i got to stop here because i got to go to part three. I'm way over time. So God bless you and we'll go into part three.